Hey, good morning and welcome. Happy Friday. Yeah, it's finally here. 800-951-0592. That is the toll-free number. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. The website at allamericangold.com. And uh, Ramon just does he does such a great job out there. Uh, you got to make that part of your daily routine. We got articles, videos. I mean, everything you need to know. Uh, we got the shopping cart there. Right? Remember now. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you can buy your gold. You can buy your silver. Uh, just go out to All-American Gold, hit the shopping cart icon or the shopping cart button or tab or whatever you want to call it, and and you can uh, shop away uh, the metals program. Getting ready uh, Monday, Tuesday, next week. We, I think we're going to get it all done and, and, and uh, before the end of next week. They'll all be out and delivered, so start looking for those. Or uh, if you're a pickup, we'll be calling you for your pickups. Uh, if you're looking to join it, this is, and I, you know, I guess I do like to pat myself on the back. You know, it's the best plan out there. Nobody does it like us. Uh, if you don't know what the heck I'm talking about, uh, the metals program, it's, a, it's like a, it's my version of a 401. And I, I, I make no apologies for telling you how horrible the 401k is. It's terrible. It's awful. Considering what they took away to give it to us. You know, back when American companies actually, you know, did business in America, built all their stuff in America... You know, we had pensions. Everybody did. It wasn't like only a few. No, everybody did. You worked at the supermarket, you're going to get a pension. You worked for IBM, right? Motorola, General Electric, right? The last remaining original Dow component. Boy, and it's really. I don't think it's be a Dow component much longer. It may not even be a Dow component anymore. It's worth so little anymore. And instead, you got these 401ks. Now, the 401k came into existence in the 80s. So it hasn't been around that long. But when you think about where the stock market has gone from, you know, a few thousand points, you know, two, three thousand points to 26,000 points, you'd think we'd have, and, and the baby boomers, right? You guys are right in right in the throes of retirement. That we'd have people walking around like the commercial with millions of dollars. <laughs> and yet, even when you leave the one percenters in there, the average four hundred one k balance isn't even a hundred grand. It's right at a hundred grand. And that's if you only take the people fifty five and older. If you include everybody then the average balance is less than 40. Obviously, not a great investment. right? This is is when you sit there and you think about uh, the fees that you've paid. And I know they've made them better now. Now they only whack you for about 2% a year. Most of the 80s and the 90s, they're hitting you at 4. And somehow, 
You're supposed to feel better about it. And, of course, I've done it for you. I've done the math for you. When Richard Nixon closed the gold window in 1971, an ounce of gold was $35, period. The Dow was 1,000 points. Well, it was 900 and something. Forget the exact number. Dow's up about 28 times. Right? 28 times since they closed the gold window. You know, when you think about gold today, gold, you know, what is it? Uh, As I drop some. Gold's up four bucks, by the way, today. $1,415, right? You know, it's up 40 times. So you tell me what the better investment is. And we can take different dates, right? You know, I I, got to take that one because gold wasn't allowed to trade freely until after that, so you can't really start until then. And, you know, if you go back to 2000, gold kills kills stocks. Now, obviously, if you go back to, like, 2011, stocks kill gold. But, you know, over the long haul, gold will treat you just as well and really better than stocks are going to. And so we created this metals plan for two reasons. One was when we run special, you know, when I first started here, Gold was like three hundred dollars. Silver was, I think, silver was a five, five bucks, something like that. It wasn't that exp- and I guess everything's relative, but it wasn't that expensive. Right now, you think about, hey, I want a, a twenty dollar gold piece, and we're saying, hey, it's fifteen hundred bucks. Well, I want a roll of silver. The first thing I ever sold. And I actually still remember who the customer was. I won't say her name. But it was a roll of U.S. Silver Eagles. And the funny part was, was it, it, it was $125. And I laugh because I remember that the mint premium on Silver Eagles at the time was like 50 cents over spot. Now the mint premiums are $2.50 over spot. Man, how things have changed. We'll talk about the metals plan again when we return. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. We're talking about the metals plan. Uh, and, and really, it's kind of a, a way for you to put away gold economically month after month quarter after quarter, year after year. Because, you know, the, the, the hardest part, right, is is everybody tries to time the market. We all do it. It's all it's human nature. Right? We all want to buy at the bottom and sell at the top. And, and we know it never works. But the metals plan, you get four deliveries a year. And so you're just buying uh, every month. The minimum is $100. There's no maximum. Like I said, I said it uh, the other week, right? We had uh, the highest. We have guys doing two thousand a month, you know, and all the way down to to hundred bucks. But you have to do at least a hundred bucks. You leave a card on file with us. You tell us the day of the month you want us to hit the card, 
uh, anywhere from the 1st to the 28th. So, you know, a lot of people are like, yeah, the first of the month's tough. I got the I got the mortgage or the rent. I got to pay the health insurance. I got the car payments. And they want to do it, you know, on the 15th or the 20th, whatever it may be. And then you get four deliveries a year. We charge zero fees. How much does it cost to set up? Nothing. How much does it cost if I want to cancel? Nothing. How much does it cost if I want to change the amount? Nothing. How much does it cost if I want to put it on hold for a month or two because I had an unexpected bill? Nothing. What if I want delivery only twice a year because I want the money to build up? What does that cost? Nothing. The only fee we have is if we ship to you. And then we have, just so you know, we have a, a, a scale. So if you're at the 100 bucks, you're not paying 35 We want to keep the fees as low as possible. If you pick up, then here or in Colorado, there are no fees. The best part is we pool all the money together. So you're going to buy everything you buy. Everything's at discounts. It's like you're buying in bulk. You're buying in volume. Uh, and it's just a great thing. And, and people, when you after you've been in the plan for a while, it starts piling up. It really, really does. And you get the advantage. You're buying. You buy some months. You, hey, some quarters you bought low. Other quarters you bought high. And then this and that. And I mean, it's just a great way uh, to help offset the cost of your retirement. Something where for some people it's easier for them to put some hard assets away that way. You know, hey, I may not have $1,500, or, hey, I'm not a big hitter out there. I don't have, I'm not going to be doing $100,000 orders and things of that nature. Uh, but they use the, the Meadows plan. A lot of you guys, a lot of you business owners out there, I get it, right? You don't have 401K, right? It's just you, right? Maybe it's you and your wife. Maybe you got a couple of employees. They don't have 401Ks. You don't have a 401K. I mean, yeah, you know what? Here's the other great thing about the Meadows plan. It's not tax-deferred. And you're like, why is that a great thing? Come on. Have you, did you hear any of the debates? Not that I've heard. I tried, I really, I guess I listened more than I thought. They all want to raise taxes. And I know Trump lowered them here, right? But you know. Right? Could you imagine the feeling right now you're 50-something years old? And you're like, man, I'm 10, 15 years away from re- retirement. And, and thinking about what are the tax, what are the taxes going to be? I mean, 15 years from now, what's the debt? 50, 60, 70 trillion? Right? What are they going to, what are they, what are they going to do? My guess is, hey, by the way, there are going to be big changes to those 401 plans big changes. I think a lot of us are going to be, well not me because I don't have one, are probably going to be forced into buying those treasuries because someone's got to buy them. Uh, And of course, you know, you've seen the yields, right? But neither here nor there. You know, it's not tax for you own it. You own it. Right? When you get those 401k statements, just remember people tend to forget hey, I've got a hundred grand in my 401k. No, you don't. You and Uncle Sam. 
have that. Right? And as far as Uncle Sam's concerned, guess what, right? You owe him the money. And so uh, this is, it's not a tax instrument vehicle or anything like that. You just put it away. Uh, if you want more information, go to allamericangold.com. We got it out there on our website, our medals program. Uh, you can read about it there. If you have questions, call us here at the office. If you want to sign up, call us here at the office. And like I said, for those of you in the plan, and I mean, there's, listen, it's, it's an all-week deal. And the shipping department is going to be jam, jam packed um, for the next week or so. But we're, we're going to have them all out this week. 800 951 You know, be your own administrator. Don't get sucked into paying all these fees and all this other stuff. Listen, it just doesn't add up. It really doesn't. I mean, uh, you know, when you look at it a short term, yeah, there's time. Listen, it goes back and forth. Gold outperforms stocks, stocks outperform gold, but over the long term, gold's been the winner. Yet, when you turn on the TV, no one tells you you should have it. Right? When they do, oh, maybe you should have, you know, 2% or 5%. That's it. Now, listen, I, and I'm the first one to tell you don't have all your money into gold, but make sure you got some. And the metals plan allows uh, everybody to do so. Uh, tomorrow, obviously, the news of the day. We had some economic data out. The Chicago Manufacturing Purchasing Managers Index, negative. This is the first time it's been negative in several years. Uh, um, they, you know, again, they were thinking it was going to be a, a low number, uh, but actually it came in uh, much lower than expected. Consumer confidence was also down uh, below 100 now. Consumer confidence at 98, but nobody cares. Everybody's waiting for tomorrow. What's going to happen at the meeting between Trump and G at the G20? Uh, Wall Street right now, here's what Wall Street's hoping for. They know they're not thinking there's going to be a deal. But what they're hoping for is the president will come out and say that he's going to wait on the other $300 billion and that they're going to resume talks again. I think that's the best that they can hope for. China is, listen, China's down for that. I've already told you China's answer. And it's going to be the same. Right? They're not budget. And if they do budge, then it's going to have to be, they're going to have to get something, right? They they want a a 50-50 deal, right? And, of course, it's like, you know, this is what happens when you do such a horrible first deal. It, it, it's I liken it to this. It's like giving somebody something for nothing, and then 10 years later, so you've been giving them something for nothing for 10 years. Ten years go by, and really now we're, what, almost 30 years, 20 years, 25 years. And you say to them, you know what? We want it back. We're not going to give you something for nothing. Right? You know, I know every every month, every month, month after month, we gave you something for nothing, uh, and now that's gone. What, what What would the response be? Yeah, no, uh, no. 
right? That, and that's kind of what we got here. I want to share this. This was a report out of Reuters. Uh, they had a, a, a big picture of uh, China. Now, China is starting to look like the Middle East. Uh, they're burning the American flag. And according to uh, Reuters, in Beijing, they're saying that a spawning of national sentiment uh, across the country has left many Chinese consumers shunning American products. According to the latest, 56% of Chinese citizens in the latest poll said that they have avoided American products, while 68% said that their impression of American firms has become increasingly negative. This poses a significant bottom line risk to U.S. companies as three in four Chinese consumers now say they often would buy products from American businesses, but they are now shunning them. Beijing's call to nationalism a significant shift in China's negotiation strategy with Washington and a series of op-ed editorials. So think about uh, like the Chinese Wall Street Journal, uh, the Chinese New York Times, right? They're all writing, these Chinese CEOs and Communist Party leaders are writing all these op-eds which slammed the United States uh, labeling the Trump administration as greed and arrogance. And again, think about the deal that they got. They know, right? They know that they were ripping us off. They called for a people's war targeting the U.S. with precision as China begins to fight for a new world. The most important thing is that the China-U.S. trade war, the U.S. side fights for greed and arrogance, and morale will break at any point. In other words, they're saying, hey, just hold off, and the U.S. is going to cave. The Chinese side is fighting back to protect our legitimate interest. By the way, that was out of the Global Times, uh, in case you want to look it up. And, And so when you're sitting there and you're thinking about this, when you hear the U.S. side talk about it, right? you hear about rational. Right, you hear about, well, you know, China should agree because it, it just makes sense, right? I mean, it's going to hurt their stock market too, right? That's really what they're saying. Hey, they should agree to this because if they do, their stock market's going to go up just like ours. I mean, that's what they think. But you got to remember, we're dealing with a communist country. What comes first in a communist country? The billionaires don't come first. 
right? The people don't come first. The state is what comes first. And this is really what the trade war is all about. They want China to rewrite thousands of laws which essentially say, hey, the state owns everything. I mean, that's really what it says. You know, they have a little car. Well, you know, we'll say you own 49%, but we really own everything. And then today, and I did it in the first hour, you can look it up yourself. Did you see the announcement from Apple today? Apple was making the, I think it was the MacBook Pros here in the U.S., which I did not know, but they were, apparently. Today, uh, Wall Street Journal reported, and Apple had to confirm it, I guess, that they are moving all of that production to China. Why? Because it's cheaper. Saves them on shipping costs, they said. Yeah, there you go. See what we're up against? This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. For two and a half years now, liberals everywhere have been suffering from Trump derangement syndrome, a very contagious malady characterized by going crazy because one doesn't like that Donald Trump is now the president of the United States. As if that wasn't bad enough, it looks like this dangerous illness has evolved into something even worse. It's called FDR identity disorder, and it's commonly seen in young leftists who mistakenly think the best thing for America is to have a repeat of all President Franklin Roosevelt's worst policies. The first manifestation of this condition came with the so-called Green New Deal, which was a play on words of FDR's New Deal package of legislation. That package of legislation started unconstitutional socialist programs throughout our government. In addition, those suffering from FDR identity disorder want to retry FDR's failed attempt to pack the Supreme Court. He wanted to pack it with judges who tow the socialist line. FDR's plan would have expanded the Supreme Court to 15 justices so he could pick six new ones who wouldn't strike down his unconstitutional New Deal. A new political organization called Pack the Courts is trying to pick up where Roosevelt left off by saying we should add more judges to today's Supreme Court. They say that we have to add justices in order to nullify the votes of Trump appointees Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. They also say court packing is the best way to protect the Roe v. Wade abortion decision and protect the Green New Deal, when and if it's ever passed. These aren't just a few lone voices with a blog and a Twitter account. This court-packing scheme is being pushed by liberal darling Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and at least six of the 2020 presidential hopefuls. Court-packing is a very real threat, and conservatives need to be ready for it. Adding more justices to the Supreme Court is not the solution to our nation's problems. Americans shouldn't let liberals cheat the system. The Supreme Court is political enough already, without packing in extra-liberal judges purely for political purposes. Those suffering from FDR identity disorder need a prescription, and court packing isn't it. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Whether it's the vision of our founding fathers, the courage of our veterans, the moral compass of Christopher Columbus, or the fortitude of presidents like Lincoln and Reagan, the truth of history should not be undercut by liberal ideology. At Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, we honor history even as we look to the future. Join us at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. 800-951-0592. You guys remember Kent Conrad? He was a, uh, a senator from North Dakota, an expert on retirement security, noted that we'd fallen, we sort of fallen into a retirement system built around 401k plans. But you and you would run into tremendous resistance politically if you tried to change it. And of course I'm sitting there and you're thinking about the screw job that we got. And here's a former elected official saying, Man, yeah, this was this four oh one K you know, and, and again, never meant the four oh one K was not designed to be your primary retirement income. What it was really designed for was, now again, well, it was really designed so big business could dump pensions. I mean, let's let's not kid ourselves. That's what it was for. And it was also designed to what? Get fees. Right? The bankers loved it. The investment houses, they, they, they saw this as the great opportunity to get more money from the citizenry. And of course, right, scaring everybody. Think about when they came into existence. Right? Alan Greenspan wasn't even the head of the Fed. It was Paul Volcker. We just had the inflation of the 70s, right? Remember, right? Fed funds rate was like 16%. And and everybody was like, man, you're not going to have enough money. And the people that, that created the 401k, this is what they worried about. See, they didn't understand what was really going to happen. They were like, man, even with their pensions and their, their, their Social Security, we're probably not going to have enough money. And the baby boomers are going to retire. I mean, it's going to be bad. And so they wanted a way, hey, you know what, if we can get them to put a little bit of money into this thing, you know, 30 years from now they can supplement their retirements. And think about the balances. If you're 55 or older, the average, not the median, because the median would be even less, but the average is about hundred grand. So if you think about, okay, if I retired at 65 and I lived to 85, right, that 100 grand, that'd be a supplement. I got an extra 5,000 a year, right? It actually is doing 
exactly what they thought it would do. No more, no less. And think about it. We've gone through it all, all the matches and all that stuff. And, and, and stocks are at an all-time high right now. So you've got, this is the best it could be. Right? This is the best it could be. And it's still only a hundred grand. Right? And it was really designed for them to what? Get all the fees, get all that stuff. And now a former elected official says that, hey, here's the problem. This thing was never meant to be used like this. And any effort to, to do something about it is meeting resistance. He's on uh, Capitol Hill. He's now on, you know, in the private sector. And talking about the need to improve uh, access, you know, to, to, to retirement and have a better vehicle than the 401k. And the guy's like, hey, every time we go to Washington to talk about this, nobody wants to talk to him. Right? You know why? Because they want to get reelected. Hey, I can't talk to you. You know how much money I get from the guys at Goldman Sachs? You know how much money I get from from uh, the 401k companies? You know how much money I get from the the annuity companies and this and that, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk to you about that. And, you're, and, and you sit there and you know what? They've got you convinced. And here's what's hilarious. When you start talking, and I know a lot of you listeners, you've done it. Maybe you try to talk to your spouse. Maybe it's your 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 brother and sister-in-law, or your parents, or your kids. Maybe it's one of your neighbors, a buddy at work. When you start talking about gold, what do they do? When you... I know a lot of you out there are like, yeah, man, I wish I could call. But my wife or my husband won't allow me to. Because they think, that's a dumb idea. Because, you know, they listen to Dave Ramsey. Right? Yeah, you're right. You can save up, you can save a bunch of money if you only ate rice and beans. Yeah. Yep, you're right. If you bought a piece of crap car and, and you know, you, you, you live below your, of course, yeah. It's not rocket science doesn't mean that the 401k is a good investment. It's proven not to be. I've done the math for you. I just did the math for you. And, and when you're sitting there and the, they just don't want to hear it. Why? It's not their fault. They've been programmed. You know, when we took gold away from the citizenry in 33, they banned it. It was banned in this country. And the reason was simple. They knew, hey, if given the choice, they'll pick gold. So they had to take it away, and they took it away for four decades. And use that time to what? Try to convince you that the only way to have economic prosperity is to put your money into the debt markets. Give your money to billionaires. 
And really what happened is the billionaires got really rich. Think about it. Since the 401k, the number of people with security and retirement has fallen dramatically, right, because there's no more pensions, right? The wealth gap between the middle class, the rich, and the poor is the biggest since the Great Depression, right? And this is why, because guess what? They told... Oh, this is going to be great. It's kind of, it's just like NAFTA and GATT. Same thing. That's why I tell you all the time. Please, be your own central bank. Be prepared. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. Gold's up 3, 14, 15. Uh, silver's up 10 cents, uh, 15.30 on uh, silver. The Dow uh, is up 100 right now. Right there Again, we got the big trade thing Monday. Who knows, man? It could be the whole scale of things. I think the best-case scenario is they meet, and Trump says, hey, we're going to keep talking, and I'm not going to do the we're, – we're, we're going to wait on the other $300 billion. I mean, that's really, I think that's the best case scenario for stocks, right? Worst case scenario is we made no progress, and I'm going to put, you know, and Trump gives a day, right? He likes to do that stuff. Hey, August 1st, or or whatever it may be, on the other $300 billion, um, and then you're going to have... A, a dreadful Monday on Wall Street, and and I don't even know what we. It'd be a huge move on the gold side. We'll see what happens. Nobody knows. The problem is even the best case scenario really doesn't help uh, either side. I mean, Wall Street will 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 like it. Gold gold doesn't even care. Gold's more or less focused on the dollar uh, versus anything else. But we're talking about. How it is that so many people don't even want to hear about gold. They can't get their minds around it. Because their whole life, they've been told, oh yeah, it's a relic, it's terrible, it's awful, and this and that, right? You'd probably be better off trying to talk about Bitcoin. (laughs) Which, hey, listen, I I don't want to make fun of Bitcoin. Right? Bitcoin is uh, like all the other instruments out there. It's a, a risky. Th- you want to take a flyer? Go ahead. Just be prepared, right? Uh, Bitcoin now moves $1,000, $2,000 a day. Uh, so be careful. But I liken it to the free trade agreement. Remember when, how that was sold? And I, I mean, even the union. How dumb are the unions? Right? They love the 401k. Right? They they love the free trade agreements. And 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 now here we are, right? We want it all back. Got the Senate former senators going out saying, man, you can't even talk to people up up in Washington about about retirement because they, they don't know what to do. There's no good answer. 
But they've got, think about how many stock channels there really is. I mean, I've got DirecTV. I've got Bloomberg on 353. CNBC on 355. Uh, what, what do they call it? Uh, Squawk Box Asia on 357. Fox Business on 359. Right? All dedicated to convincing you to keep your money in that 401k. I really don't, you know, all, for those guys that are 59 and a half or older, I feel for you. I mean, what do you do? Because you know when you call to look into your 401k and they tell you, well, you got to pay your taxes on that. You know, and they just plop it onto your income and, and you find out that uh, 30% of that money was never yours. At least when you get to 59 and a half, you don't get the 10% penalty. But I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking about in the next 10, 15 years, how's that debt going to get paid? All right, China's not buying it, right? Japan's not buying it. Right now, right, all of our banks are buying it, your annuities and all that stuff. What happens at 30, 40, 50 trillion? I've got this thing in my head and I can't shake it. That I think they're going to take those 401ks and force you into treasuries. I just think that. You know, because I think about, remember Obama passed that thing about, oh yeah, we're going to let these savers now buy treasury bonds. And everyone kind of laughed. Right, and nobody did it because, like, who is going to buy treasury bonds? You know, the ten-year note was less than two percent, kind of like it is today. It's just wild, and 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 I got. I want people to understand. You know, the the great thing when you buy gold is I don't call you up every year, and say, hey, uh. Your gold holdings, you know, you you, you, you got $100,000 worth of gold there, you know, according to my math. Hey, uh, why don't you go ahead and mail me a check for two grand, you know? And then next year I'm going to call you up, hey, why don't you mail me another check for another two grand, right? And, and that's what happens with your retirement. Now you're just giving them 2% every year. Right, regardless, and there's nothing you can. What do you do? You're che- it, it, at most you get to check a box. You haven't. You don't even know. I I've yet to meet anybody who has a 401k who actually knows what they have. You have no idea. Well, I'm in this fund and that fund. I, I'm not even sure which fund it is. I just checked the box. That said, well, if you're this age, you should probably be in this category. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's what the pamphlet says. Does that sound like you're being prudent? Right? And and, and all this nonsense, I love that. Oh, oh, where are you going to store it and all this? Listen. $10 million of gold would fit in one of your wife's shoe boxes and there'd still be room. Just saying. Final segment for the week coming up. 
Today's special, you know, it's it's funny. All of a sudden, all the gold that was laying around, seemingly drying up out there, uh, big jump. I actually got to raise prices on ten dollar liberties and Indians. Uh, I got a limited amount. Got thirty five twenty dollar liberties. Thirty five twenty dollar liberties. At $1,485. On the silver side of things, I've got rolls of half dollars at 125 So rolls of half dollars at 125 If you're looking to pick up some silver, um, you're going to save about 10 bucks a roll. Not, you know, that's a pretty nice savings there, 125 bucks on a roll of half dollars. And then, of course, on the gold side, uh, the older U.S. $20 Liberties, 1866 to 1907 and fourteen eighty five, And, you know, I just I put it this way. If there's no deal and Trump puts a date, no deal, which there's not going to be a deal, okay, but if there's a, a date put on for new Chinese tariffs, I would expect gold to be at new all-time, uh, well, new six, seven, eight-year highs on Monday. Uh, hopefully, I think this is why well, I don't care because there, there really, there's not going to be a deal. But if Trump wants to do the "Hey, we're going to keep talking" thing, uh, which the Chinese will be more than happy to do, um, I still think you're going to see higher gold prices. You know. Because I look at where we're at, we look at interest rates, look at the data we got today. Consumer confidence down. Chicago PMI now negative. So we've been seeing a lot of these reports now coming in, right? Slow down, slow down, slow down. Now we're starting to see some of these reports get into the negative. Uh, We got the July Fed meeting. I think the closer we get, and it's the end of July, the meeting. So the closer we get to that meeting. I think the closer you're going to, the more you're going to hear the pressure ramp up. You're going to hear a lot of the uh, the stock channels and the idiot box uh, telling the Fed they better cut rates and they better cut rates and you better be dovish. And I'm sure uh, President Trump's going to be ratcheting up the rhetoric. Uh, and, and I really, you know, the dollar here, the dollar's been sitting right around 96. When that falls, when 96 falls, um, you're going to see again the dollar the the dollar weakness pick up steam. This has kind of been this resistance point. This is going to be the next leg up uh, for the gold market. So that's what we're going to be watching for. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two twenty dollar liberties at fourteen hundred and eighty five dollars. And, of course, rolls of silver half dollars today at 125 bucks. Uh, call before you head out for the weekend, 800-951-0592. Enjoy the weekend. Pay attention tomorrow. See what we can see about uh, what the Trump administration is going to say about those meetings. 
then we'll talk about it on Monday.